What's going on, Psych Athletes? Welcome back to the Psych Athletes Podcast. It's Ryan here, and today we're finally talking about confidence, the most important aspect of mental performance, because obviously we need confidence for every single thing that we do in life if we want to be successful. But that's what we're talking about today. If you guys want our nine mental drills that you can start using immediately to train your mind and unlock your peak potential, join the Facebook group or join the Discord group, and I'll send those over to you right away. Remember to follow us on Instagram, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. What's going on, Psych Athletes? I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend, a wonderful holiday, um, had spent some time with your family, you know, got to hang out with your friends a little bit and really enjoyed yourselves. And I want you guys to kind of cherish these moments that you guys have with family, friends, doing, you know, hobbies that you like or, you know, other interests that you have outside of sports because as athletes and, you know, as competitive individuals, we place a lot of our self-worth and our self-esteem on how well we perform in competition. So I just want you guys to consider consider who you are outside of sports as well and kind of use that as a coping mechanism for when you guys you know struggle in your sport or you know you're not doing so well so it doesn't affect your self-esteem or confidence in a negative way all right with that said um today we are talking about something that i should be talking about a lot more on this podcast and when i was going through my notes and my and my podcast planning i was really kind of shocked that i hadn't addressed this yet so today we are going to be talking about confidence and like what i normally do i'm going to give you guys two strategies that you can use at the end of this episode so you can start building confidence stop riding that mental roller coaster you know being lost you know when you're struggling or when you're not doing well having nowhere to turn to or nowhere to build um, evidence Um, i'm going to give you guys two strategies that you can use to build confidence in the short term and the long term but before that, I'm going to spew a little bit, kind of edu- educate you guys a little bit on you know, why we ride that mental roller coaster, what the real strategy is that we use here at Psych Athletes to build real confidence, okay? So let's get started. And I want to start with a little quote here, and it says that confidence comes naturally to those who have success, but success only comes to those who are confident. It's like this little paradox that I'm talking about right here. You can't have success without confidence, all right? But you can't really have confidence without success. It's weird a little bit, but you guys are going to understand more as I'm talking uh, throughout this episode. So when I was in college, I'd be up at bat, and my coach would yell something like, have some confidence up there. Like, come on, be confident. I always would think to myself about how useless that saying was, right? Like, I've been playing horribly for the last two weeks now how the hell am I supposed to have you know confidence right I had nothing to back it up I had no evidence or support for being confident and then periodically I'd have good games and then I would have some confidence I'd some I'd have some you know confidence built up from those good games and periodically I would have bad games okay and then all the confidence that I just built up was gone and that confidence was gone and I was paying more attention to the evidence that I was a bad player rather than the evidence that I was a good one that's a huge thing for a lot of athletes as athletes as perfectionists we tend to magnify the negative and minimize the positive so it kind of becomes this endless cycle of confidence no confidence never having a consistent method or routine for becoming confident in game time situations at all times so there's no doubt whatsoever that confidence is directly related to performance right the higher your confidence the higher your performance it's obvious okay you need confidence for everything that you do in life but the thing is confidence isn't something that you can just drum up in the moment there's ways and there's techniques that i like to use and give a lot of athletes that can kind of give you that instant you know boost of you know good feelings and a little bit of confidence but there's nothing that you can do to make you feel 
all-powerful and all-confident in the moment. Again, I say this a lot, but sports are plagued by the misconception that anything that you can do mentally to improve your performance can just be done if you decide to, right? If you just snap your fingers or your coach tells you, come on, be confident up there, right? There's nothing you can do, you know, in the moment, instantaneously, that's going to improve your mental performance, all right? So, Self-confidence requires a progressively ingrained sense of self-belief and a record of consistent success. So here's a little formula for confidence that I like to use. I want you guys to remember it and hopefully write it down so you guys kind of, you know, ingrain this this idea in your minds. So here's the formula. Self-confidence equals self-belief times evidence. Okay, self-confidence equals self-belief times evidence evidence. The equation states that the level of self-confidence an athlete will possess is equal to their core self-belief. Okay, you can think of that as like a constant multiplied by the evidence that they have accumulated from their preparation and past performances. Okay, the self-belief part in the in the self-confidence equation, you know, self-confidence equals self-belief times evidence. I'm going to say it over and over again so you guys remember it. The self-belief part's not that important to me, okay? Solely due to the fact that I know you believe in yourself. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't be trying to train your mind if you didn't know if you didn't believe it can unlock your peak potential. If you didn't believe that you are naturally athletically capable. Okay? That doesn't mean we're not going to work on that equation. We are. Uh, we'll get into it later on in this episode. It's just a little easier to build self-belief than it is to build evidence. Evidence is what I want to talk about a lot throughout this episode. Okay, so when teams and athletes are successful, each successful performance becomes the strongest possible form of evidence and the self-confidence wheel begins to spin. This is a self-fulfilling cycle that we talked about in the last episode, right? When we get on these cycles of good beliefs and good, good, good vibes and good confidence, we have successful performances and those successful performances build more confidence and more good feelings, right? So if you guys haven't listened to the self you know self-fulfilling cycles episode i highly suggest you listen to it right now so you kind of know what i'm talking about but basically more evidence more evidence that you're a good player leads to more self-confidence which in turn provides more evidence from good performances which leads to more confidence it's this cycle that we're talking about it's not that that roller coaster that we're talking about when we talk about the mental roller coaster or the confidence roller coaster a lot of people like to talk about um, when you have good games and you build some confidence then you have some bad games and then you have no confidence no self-esteem um, and then you have a couple good games and you build more confidence that's not a self-fulfilling cycle that's just riding the mental roller coaster okay we want to kind of you know create a strategy I want to give you guys a strategy that can that you can use to have consistent confidence. That's why the elite athletes are so successful, guys, because they always have this, you know, this consistent level of confidence. They don't let the, you know, the good games, you know, lift them up too high. They don't ride the good games too high. They don't get too high on the highs and they don't get too low on the lows. When they have bad games, they don't let that break their confidence, okay? They don't have this results-oriented mindset that we're going to talk about in a little bit. So when we're looking back at the self-confidence equation, where self-confidence equals self belief times evidence. What if your equation looks like self-confidence equals self-belief times zero? What if you have no evidence in recent history in your past couple games that you're, you are a good player? You know, you've been struggling a little bit. You're faced with the same situation I was faced with. You haven't been playing well. Your recent in, your recent memory indicates that you have no evidence and no reason to be confident. Are you supposed to just conjure up this self-confidence and, you know, play out of your mind? Your coach is yelling, you know, have some confidence up there. You're just going to go and you're like, yeah, you're right. And you're just going to 
do amazing, right? That's not how it works, okay? Going up there with no confidence and hoping you play well so you can just build a little bit of confidence from that it might work okay but there's a better way for maintaining a consistent level of confidence and even bringing us out of that slump where we have low self-esteem we know you know we're doubting ourselves and we have no confidence okay so what do we need to do what is the most pressing thing to us when we're struggling in that moment what do we need to do we need to build evidence evidence is the most crucial part of the self-confidence equation, all right? We're not gonna perform well if we don't have any evidence in recent history or or even long-term history that we are a good player. We're not gonna play well if, you know, we have no reason to back that up, okay? But the thing is, you guys do have that evidence. We all have long-term evidence, past accomplishments, past successes that we can draw upon to build some confidence. I'm gonna get into more of that later, but like I mentioned before, Athletes are prone to recency, recency bias, okay? We base all our beliefs about ourselves, all of our confidence on what we've accomplished recently. Now, that's especially dangerous when we're not playing well, okay? When we're not playing well, we have no evidence to back that up. And we have this kind of narrow, you know, self-view of ourselves where we're forgetting all of our past performances, okay? We're basically diminishing all the evidence that supports that we are a good player to almost zero when we're struggling, okay? When we're struggling and we're like, man, I'm just not a good player because recent memory indicates that we're not a good player, okay? That's, that might be true. That might be a fact because you haven't been playing well, all right? But long-term memory and looking at your career as a whole suggests that you are a good player, that you are naturally capable. But when we're struggling and we're more slumping, we have recency bias and we forget about it, okay? We forget about all of our long-term accomplishments. Now, we're going to address this long-term evidence that I'm talking about, this long-term evidence of success throughout this episode. But right now, I'm going to cater to your recency bias. And I want to show you how you can build evidence incrementally, day by day, all right, through goal setting. And I know I probably just heard a collective groan. Um, everyone's probably thinking, you know, goal setting, so cliche. Okay, but goal setting and accomplishing the goals that you set is the most powerful and efficient tool that you can use right now to start building evidence and begin plugging that evidence into your self-confidence equation. Okay, so for some very elemental reason, people respond to goals in a very deep and personal way. The experience of setting a goal, uh, working towards a goal, and achieving a goal has a powerful emotional resonance and that causes us to continue to strive higher for the goals that we set for ourselves and maintain strong self-confidence. Remember, the more evidence you have, the stronger your confidence. As human beings and as living things, you know, not just in sports, there's something, you know, inherently rewarding about accomplishing the goals that you set for yourself. I know this is kind of an obscure example, but every time that, you know, I'm crossing things off my list for the day, you know, my to-do list, my goals for the day, you know, working towards my long-term goal, I get this rush of accomplishment, okay? I get this rush of, you know, this idea that I'm a productive person and that I'm a powerful person and I'm a confident person, okay? Why is that? Because we just built evidence or I've just built evidence that I am a productive person that by, you know, accomplishing all my daily goals and tasks, 
Okay, so if you have, you know, a goal in mind, all right, think about how felt how it felt when you first made a team or won a game or competition or reached a new PR. It felt amazing, right? You felt confident, you felt successful, and you felt like nothing could stop you. In that moment, you had a lot of evidence that you were a good player. When you reached that new PR, when you won, you know, the state championship, you're like, wow, wow, I just did that. I'm great. I'm I'm powerful. I'm I'm a confident person. Okay, that's why that's why goals and accomplishments are so powerful. We kind of need to utilize that feeling, that rush that we get when we accomplish goals. All right, evidence. So evidence is subjective. Okay, you might believe right now that the only evidence there is is playing well during competition. You know, if you don't have a good game and you don't have a and you and you don't have like a crazy you know successful performance, you probably think you're a bad player, but you're wrong. Right? Evidence can be anything you want. It can be finishing a workout. It can be improving your PR time. It can be increasing how hard you throw by 0.3 miles per hour. So what we're going to do is build confidence, build evidence incrementally every single day. Build evidence that we are a good player so we can look at that evidence and get this rush of accomplishment and confidence, okay? Because when we when we see evidence that we've accomplished, you know, what it is that we wanted to do, we get this rush of accomplishment and we can build confidence from that. That's basically, simplistically, that's what I'm talking about right here. So what we're going to do is set, what I want you guys to do, sorry, is set a long-term goal for yourself, all right? And then I want you to build daily goals that are aimed towards accomplishing your long-term goal. And by accomplishing those daily goals that work towards that long-term goal, you're going to build confidence and evidence incrementally every single day so that when game day comes, you have this huge amount of evidence in your arsenal and it feeds your self-confidence, okay? We're going to build confidence through a progress-oriented mindset rather than a results-oriented mindset, okay? A progress-oriented mindset is basing your confidence and self-worth on the progress you've made and completing daily goals that work toward your long-term goal. A progress-oriented mindset is building confidence, building evidence day by day through progression and getting better and and reaching your, you know, short-term goals and accomplishing them, okay? A results-oriented mindset and the most common mindset among athletes bases confidence and self-worth on the results of games or competitions. These athletes that, you know, have this results-oriented mindset, I definitely had it in my playing days. These athletes ride the mental roller coaster. You can't play well and you can't have good results every single game. That's sports. That's how it works, okay? If we have a results-oriented mindset and we fail and we didn't play well, it can be detrimental. It can be dangerous for our self-confidence and our motivation. So what we need to do is move away from this results-oriented mindset, cast it to the side, okay, and move towards a more sustainable way of building self-confidence a progress-oriented mindset, setting daily goals each and every day, accomplishing that, accomplishing those goals, and building self-confidence and evidence from those goals. So what I want you guys to do, okay, is set daily goals for yourself. Think of a long-term goal, okay? Um, I have a goal-setting action plan um, that's a part of the Psych Athletes uh, program, PsychoZone, and you guys can probably get it if you just message me on on Instagram or join our Facebook group or Discord group and ask me for it and I can give you and I can just send it over to you. Um, it's a PDF, so it's really easy to use. But basically what it is, it's a, it's an action plan. So what you do is you you set a long-term goal for yourself, 
okay? And then you build action steps that work towards that long-term goal, and then you build daily goals around those action steps, and it also includes an evidence chart. And what the evidence chart is, is each time that you accomplish a daily goal or task or all of your daily goals or tasks, you check a you check a box off in the evidence chart. And just by looking at that and just by realizing that you've today, that you've worked towards your long-term goal, you've become better as an athlete, you're going to build confidence from that. I know it sounds wooey-wooey right now, but for everyone that hasn't you know, done goal setting before, there's a reason why elite athletes set goals and you know, just elite individuals... Um, in life as a whole. There's a reason why successful people set goals is because there's an inherently rewarding feeling about it, okay, that gives you that motivation to keep going, that gives you that self-confidence. You're like, okay, I just did that. I just accomplished that, all right? And you build this, this evidence for yourself that suggests that you are a good player or you're a productive person over time. And when games and competitions come, you think about those moments and you realize, you know, I put I put in all this hard work. I've worked hard to get here. I've become so much better as a player and a person I'm ready to compete in this moment and that's all the confidence you need okay so the evidence chart is just looking it's just checking off a box and looking at that box and just getting that rewarding feeling so again if you guys want the athlete, uh, if you guys want the action plan that we give our psych athletes to build confidence uh, progressively over time, then just hit me up on Instagram, join our Facebook groups, and just message me and just be like, hey, where's that action plan? And I'll just send it to you right away. So that's it for you know, kind of recency bias when we're when we're kind of struggling in the short term and how we can build confidence incrementally every single day in the short term. But when we're talking about long term confidence and how I mentioned earlier that when we're struggling and we're slumping and we kind of think about ourselves, we think about ourselves in the short term, right? We have that recency bias and we forget all the past accomplishments and successes. So what I want you guys to do is acknowledge all the accomplishments in your sports career. Okay. I I call it the confidence card. So what I have athletes do, you probably have heard me talk about it a lot. What I have athletes do is write down all of your past accomplishments and achievements in your sports career or in life as a whole on an index card, okay, in order of kind of significance, okay, things that make that you can look at and make you feel proud, okay, things that you can use as evidence to plug into your self-confidence equation. When you look at those things, you just feel like, yeah, I did that, and you just get this rush of accomplishment and confidence from that, okay, just that kind of little boost and reminder that we are a good player or we're a talented player is enough to break us out of the slump. I know it sounds weird right now, but when it, it's so weird when we slump, it's like the worst place on earth. We have we have this narrow self view, you know, we have no perspective. We're forgetting all the things that we've done in the past and we look at the person that we were in the past and it just seems so far away. So what the confidence card does is it just brings that person that you are that you're truly capable of being and puts it right in front of your face so what i have a lot of athletes do is write down all their accomplishments and every time they're struggling every time they're slumping i have them pull that card out and look at it and just that little kind of boost alone is enough to break them out of the slump so that's one thing to address long-term confidence okay you know reminding yourself of who you really are and what you're really capable of that's really crucial in breaking out of slumps okay and building real confidence all right so goal setting and the confidence card so those are the two strategies that i want you guys to start implementing right away in order to kind of get away from that results-oriented mindset go towards a progress-oriented mindset build your confidence day by day on based on how you got better Okay, if you've accomplished all your daily goals, build confidence and evidence from that. Get away from, you know, the idea that the only way that you can build confidence is by playing well during games and competitions. That's just a bonus. 
okay? But we should not be putting our self-confidence, all of our self-confidence and self-esteem on how we play, okay? Because in sports, all right, especially in baseball, if you're a baseball player listening to this, you're failing 70% of the time. You can't afford to, you know, place your confidence on the results of games and competitions. I'm sure it's like that for other sports as well. We can't afford to do that, all right? Because we're going to fail half the time. What we need to do is adopt this progress-oriented mindset that I'm talking about. Build some confidence incrementally, day by day, through goal setting. I'm telling you guys, there's something inherently rewarding about goal setting. It's really powerful. And when you, you know, check all those things off your list for the day, you just get this rush of accomplishment and confidence. So it's really powerful. I want you guys implementing goal setting right away. Practice the confidence card, okay? Write down all of your accomplishments on an index card, a piece of paper. It doesn't matter. Put it somewhere safe, okay? And pull it out every single time that you feel, you know, that you don't have a lot of confidence in that moment, all right? If someone demeans you throughout the day, if they if they belittle you, or maybe things don't go your way throughout the day or during games and competitions or before games and competitions, just pull that confidence card out and remind yourself that you are naturally athletically gifted and that you are capable of being a great player. That's all you guys need to do. And that's it for this episode. Okay. If you guys want that action plan that I was talking about, join our Facebook group, join our discord group, or message me on Instagram. Um, if you guys want that sent over to you right away, it's really just basically the blueprint for, for goal setting. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'll send you the whole goal setting workbook if you just message me on Instagram or join the Facebook group. And it's just basically an in-depth guide on how to build goals and how to build confidence day by day. And it has the seven golden rules of goal setting that are kind of necessary um, for, you know, setting and achieving goals. But that's it for this episode. If you guys want all those things, join the Facebook group, join the Discord group, uh, follow us on Instagram, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you guys enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys in the next episode.